the last one standing Two hands in the air, I'm a champion You'll be looking up at me when it's over I live for the battle, I'm a soldier Yeah, I'm a fighter like Rocky Put your flag on your back like Ali Yeah, I'm the greatest, I'm stronger Bet my dues can't lose on my own, yeah Hey, I've been working my whole life Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we're going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We're going to talk about our journey up to see Zello Pro, our arrival. Our arrival to the <laughs> arrival of Zello Pro at Milwaukee. Right, right. Uh, first, before we get into that, I just want to give a note to our sponsor. Our sponsor is Warrior Wrestling, happening on May 11th. If you click the link in the description... Um, or you could also visit warriorwrestling.net. Or warriorwrestling.net. You can buy tickets and look at their amazing card. We have a podcast on that. Please go listen to that podcast if you haven't already. Get and to know Steve a little bit. He's a cool cat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, they, uh, Steve did an awesome podcast with, I believe it was Wrestling Audio as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Wrestling Audio, the guy, I'm not sure who what, what his name is, but he asked a bunch of different questions that we didn't ask. I was actually surprised and I was kicking myself that we didn't <laughs> ask those questions. But we, we left it open for somebody else to also, you know, put him over yes. and, uh, and and get those questions out there. So I, th- I think it was a good good podcast there, too. Yes, it was a great podcast. Um, War Wrestling, ha- once again, happening May 11th at Marion Catholic High School in Chicago Heights. Uh, we're going to be at the Fan Fest. You're going to have to buy your FanFest ticket separately, but then you can buy that FanFest ticket, talk with us, and you can talk with Alberto El Patron, Jack Swagger, and get all the autographs that you need. Tessa Blanchard, who's now on Impact. Yep. Uh, we're going to be talking about her because she's a Zello Pro Women's Champion. Spoiler alert. Pentagon's um, English is getting really good. Is it? Is it getting yeah, better? It's getting yeah, way Pentagon's better. Pentagon's going to be there, Warrior Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll have an English discussion with him. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe. Am I saying this right? Yo, yo hablo muy... Muy poco español. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I understood that. You understood that. <laughs> so, so that's how I speak Spanish. Uh, your your uh, your Spanish is equivalent to Pentagon's English. Oh, cool. <laughs> so then maybe maybe our conversation uh, maybe we'll get him to talk with us and that'll work. So May eleventh, we'll be there. Uh, you get to record with us if you want to jump on and grab a question out of the buffet line, which that's a thing that's happening. That's a thing that's happening. Proceeds go to help paying tuition for high schoolers for that school. Uh, great. So, but back to Arrival. Yeah. Zello Pro. Three cars full of Chicagoans. Three cars. The cars, uh, each car had uh, either um, one of us or an unofficial official contributor. Yeah. Uh, So there's three carloads of unofficial official contributors going down. We got split up because I had an interview that day. So you went early. Yeah, you were we car number early. one. I was car number one. I was there with Martin and Jonathan uh, from Wrestling with Unicorns. Yes. Um, so I, I pick him up, and he's like, hey, Chris, what would you think uh, if we, you know, stopped by an FYE? And, uh, and you'll hear all about the trip to FYE. Uh, and I was like, sure, like, we have time. What is an FYE? Uh, um, it's the, the store where they would say, sell DVDs and such. Back okay. in the day, it was... There was an FYE in every mall at this point. But okay. now they're scattered. They're more exclusive. Like, they sell a lot of WWE merch. Okay. Funko Pops, uh, right? Funko Pops. Uh, 
like it's you walk in there and the first thing you see just like if you were to go to hot topic and see all the bullet club stuff okay you would see a bunch of uh new day cereal and nice. new day t-shirts um cool. but yeah they have a big selection of funko pops so i was like like hey i collect those let's go did you get anything from them? Uh, i actually got the the sting and um Who's his partner in the Lex Luger? Lex Luger, yeah. Oh, cool! Yeah, I got the combo the, with the green tights, the yeah. lime green tights. Mm-hmm. That's wow! I'm actually yeah, that very was, jealous that you that got that. That was hard to get. Well, I mean, there's apparently they're an FY exclusive, so oh, okay. That's why I hadn't seen it anywhere. Nice, so, yeah, great. So yeah, you were car number one. I was car number two, and you were with. I was with Basil and Trent. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Trent is our Impact AEW unofficial official contributor. Basil is our uh, wrestling photography unofficial official contributor. And we were car number two. We were a little late because, like I said, I had the interview. And then also Trent missed a train. So, yes, we left a little bit later than we wanted to. But uh, you'll hear our recording. We recorded on the way up there. Um, And then car number three was the drunk car. Dude, that car was lit, bro. <laughs> that like, car was lit. Um, not that they were drinking, and not that the driver was drinking. The driver was sober. Shout out to our front, our unofficial official contributor and certified bracketologist, Hank three one two. Hank three one two, and nerd of wrestling talk and randomness. He made it. He he told us he was going to try to work things out, and he did. And he made it to Milwaukee. Uh, Absolutely. Also in the car was Jeremy. Who you will see uh, hang out a lot with uh, the WTAR. Group. If you go to freelance shows, you probably know him as a very vocal, um, very mm-hmm. outstanding fan who likes to you know ruffle the feathers of Darren Corbin and other people. That's Jeremy. And there was also uh, Mr. Dan Escobar. Yes. Who is as Charlie referred to him, Mr. Pins. Mr. Pins. Yes, a vest full of uh, wrestling pins because pins are in. Because pins are in. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of nice ones on there. They're scattered mm-hmm. throughout his vest. Uh, he's, he's also a very, you can pick him out of a crowd because of his, his, uh, his dedication to his, uh, his, uh, pin collecting, his pin collecting. Um, you guys met up, you guys went early. You were car number one. You went early. Yep. And you met up with car number three, right? Who was also up there earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got there, um, pretty much around the same time where we, you know, we were walking out, we were walking back to my car to, to get my charger. Uh, we had been at the venue for about 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, and we walked out, and we saw them across the street. Like, hey, hey, what's going on? Uh, where are you guys going? Just going to the car. Like, where are you guys going? Uh, get a drink. <laughs> We're going to the so, bar. So You're like, going to the car there. Hey, that's, the that's my language right there. So <laughs> it's like, well, let me go get my charger right quick. Meet you guys up at the bar. Uh, we had super fun conversation with the bartender there. Okay. Uh, Hank was firing off of on all four cylinders. Um, the bartender and Hank were going back and forth, you know, uh, the bartender, you know, kind of, you know, talking trash about Chicago cause he was wearing his Cubs hat. Okay. Um, I was wearing my bears hat. Nice. Um, and Hank was just going at it with him, uh, you know, talking about Milwaukee. I think the, one of the, the best lines that was dropped was, Oh, well, you know, Milwaukee is my favorite Chicago, Chicago suburb. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the bartender just couldn't come back from that. <laughs> Um, Hank's very quick. He's very quick-witted. Yeah. So it, it was fun. Uh, and then uh, we made it into the venue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we set up, and that's where uh, you're going to hear some of the recording I did with uh, with Martin and uh, Jonathan. Yes. And also D-Ray was able to uh, join us. Yes. D-Ray uh, is, I'm not sure what his current title is. Uh, Matt, 
is the owner of Zellapro, but D. Luray is is what is perceived to be his right hand man and helps yeah, out with production was, and everything. Yeah, and he was on top of it all um, okay. from beginning to end. So you'll get to hear D. Ray talk to us a little bit about his expectations. This is all conversation before the show even before started. The show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we want to cut to that interview right now. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. All right, we are at Turner Hall in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, I am here with the unicorns. We rode up here, Jonathan and Martin, Martin and Jonathan. Uh, so we, on our way up here, we stopped by an FYE. We did a little bit of a toy shopping, right? Uh, we were, I was looking for some Funko Pops, uh, WWE Funko Pops, which I collect. Yes. Um, what were you guys looking for? Uh, we just uh, look for like movies or like any action figures that we don't have. Right. So, so. I hear that Jonathan is a, a big DVD collector. Yes, he is. Man, he loves his DVDs. Uh, Ring of Honor, PWG, even WWE or or like even Evolve. Yeah, so. I got up to like right now like 200 DVDs. I'm trying to keep going that that streak up. Right now, I'm like in that exception of buying eBay. Have okay. like many orders coming up so what is it that you look for you look for like old stuff you were saying right like older thing older footage i look anything between the years of 2016 and 14 and pwg roh anything between 2016 to 17 anything new i'm not into all that much but if i if it's a decent price and it's a good catch i'll catch it all right that's what's up we actually met up with uh Hank 312 and Nerd um, and a couple friends, um, you know, on our way into the building. So we had a couple beers there, too. Um, we're here a little early. Uh, we set up this podcast um, equipment. Um, I don't know what to what we have uh, in store. I don't know. Charlie's making his way down with uh, Basil uh, and Trent. Uh, which we we just recently had on the podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to the most tonight? All right. I'm looking up to Austin Aries. Uh, I haven't never seen them live, so it will be my first time. Because it's gonna show us a lot for the show for TNA on Sunday Redemption against Pentagon and Phoenix. Right. So did you guys hear that? Or I, I heard this, and I also seen it advertised. So Pentagon or Penta is. And Phoenix are they both are wrestling with the Pentagon Junior and Phoenix name? Did you did you see that? Yeah, and there's a, a video on YouTube for Lucha Plus. He talks about the name. Who's he? Uh, Penta. Yeah, Penta, yeah, Penta talks Penta. about it, saying about how they're using the name Pet- Pentagon and Phoenix because of the immersion of Lucha Underground is affiliated with a Triple uh, so I they see. have to use the name because. It's part of the Lucha Underground and AAA. Right, because I think one of the things on the the last season of Underground, it was that Lucha Underground owned the rights to Pentagon Dark. Yeah. And AAA had rights over Pentagon Junior. Yeah. And Pentagon on his own, or Penta on his own, owns the right to Penta El Cero M. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a whole thing about the names. But regardless, I am looking forward to Sunday, Austin Aries versus Pentagon versus Phoenix. I think the the first match they had at um, WrestleMania weekend at the Lucha Underground versus Impact, Impact. I think it was great. So I'm, I'm hopeful to see that this is gonna be a rematch and I have high expectations for it. All right, so we got D-Ray. How's it going, man? Good, man, it's a busy day. Absolutely, I see you running around. <laughs> <laughs> running around, doing all types of things, making sure people have water. 
Uh, the mics are working, making sure walkie-talkies are set. Everyone's good to go. Uh, doors are about to open up. It's going to be a great night. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so what are you looking forward to the most here? I mean, it, it, it seems like it's going to be a big show. I see lots of chairs. Hopefully it's a sold-out crowd. Uh, when we first talked about running Milwaukee, I was very apprehensive about running it because I have never been to Turner Hall. So my my imagination of Turner Hall was it was huge, kind of like the size of the Aragon to to like us Chicago folks. Yeah, 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 for sure. But once I got here and saw the actual building, when we first checked out the layout, I knew we were going to go ahead and have a great show here. Um, as soon as I start, started to see pre-sale numbers come in, and my anxiety went down. So That's now awesome. my stress level is evened out, and I think like we're. We're going to have a great show tonight. Everything's going to turn out well. Everyone made their flights this morning. Everyone's here. The weather is cooperative. Oh, the only yeah. thing we have against us is right across the street, the Milwaukee Bucks yeah. playoff game. Yeah. That's messing with parking, but otherwise... It's messing with parking, but not with ticket sales. I yeah, think. ticket sales have been great. Um, other other than that, like I said, the, the Bucks across the street with the parking issue, yeah. I think we're going to have a great show tonight. Um card looks amazing it, it sure does we were just talking about that we were, i was asking the unicorns what are they uh, looking forward to the most right and we were talking about the main the main event is the the women's match it's right? kylie versus tessa yes for that, the women that's the one i wanted to bring up because we didn't have, yes. have a chance to talk about that um tessa finally made it she's here yes uh we we've had her in town um the whole week so she was in town for rise on friday she flew out to New Jersey for, I think, uh, CZW, CW. Best of the Best. Yeah. Flew back to Chicago on Sunday uh, to finish off Shimmer Weekend. And then she's been here since un Sunday, uh, you know, working out, training, prepping for, for, for tonight. tonight. Yeah. To face off against Kylie Ray for the Zello Pro Women's Championship. Yeah, it's, it's a rematch I think all of us have been looking forward to. So it's, it's definitely uh, a great main event we got going on here. Yep. Um, what... What uh, match on the card do you think is going to take us by surprise? Um, I think the one that's going to take us by surprise is maybe I have very high hopes for Zero Gravity, CJ Esparza, yeah. and a new tag team partner because tonight Brett Gakia, we found out, is injured. Oh, he man. He fell off a ladder and In actually, a match or? No, at, at work. Oh, okay. And sprained his ankle, a grade two sprain. So we had to find wow. a replacement for him. And this kid, he's going to be great. Okay. It's his first match. And this, this kid, and right. against the tag team that'll be in there, I, I feel uh, the, the, dirty, the dirty were also oh. replaced because oh. Oh, man. I, 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 really forgot, I forgot what, what his name is. But one man is injured. The other man who re usually replaces him is on his honeymoon. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So we oh, replace God, them. Some shuffling going around. Some shuffling on the card. But all together, I feel like that match is going to deliver. It's going to be great. And we're going to see some, some high-flying action, some great action, some quick pace stuff. And it's going to be good. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks for having us. This is exciting. We're, we're no super problem. excited. Thank you. Thank you, thanks. guys. So much, Thank man. you. You're welcome. Appreciate right. it. And we're back. And we're back. Uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, it, we were, it was a divide and conquer situation. And uh, 
or as you said before on the podcast, conquer and divide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought you got some really good, uh, really good insight from D Ray on like what he was expecting from the show. Um, you're already down there having a blast, doing some sightseeing, picking up some Funko Pops with the unicorns. Uh, let's cut to my conversation. Now, this is this is a 30 minute conversation, right? So um, I, it's entertaining. We talked about the Zello show a little bit. We talked about Impact. We talked about some random stories with Trent from his SummerSlam 94 experience. Wait till you hit, hit that uh, Sammy Callahan impersonation. Yes. It, it's, it's such a good treat. It's amazing. <laughs> Sammy Callahan impersonation. So there's a lot of good, uh, funny audio in this next clip, but it's a little bit longer than what you just heard from Chris. So if for whatever reason you just want to skip to the matches, you know, we'll have timestamps and just skip to when we talk about the Zell Pro matches. But uh, I, I encourage you to stick around for this right. car cast we're going to jump to and let's, let's go. jump onto the car cast. You can finish the podcast. <laughs> we're live right now. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. crap. You guys are going to have to watch your elbows. Okay. okay. All right. Now, okay. Should we we need to okay. shut these windows. Yeah, shut the window. Yeah, yeah, shut the window. Yeah, yeah, I'll put it on. I'll put it on. Never, um, <laughs> never miss an opportunity for content. This is the lesson learned. I like this. So, so I guess film your uh, or record your oh. the ones you've done on, on the road. No, we use Chris's phone. Oh, nice yeah, the Path to Redemption, AEW's Path to Redemption. That was our, our first car podcast. The car cast. The car, car cast. cast. Okay. This is the second. So we just put a parental advisory on this on the on the cover for this one. I mean, we could swear. Right? You do no, we got the E. Well, we we the care e. about the E, unlike wrestling. We care about the E. Very nice. Yes. Oh. We have the E. It's <laughs> so, explicit. So if I swear, will you you guys just bleep it? Do you, if you want me if to I that like bad? A, if I, I guess. drop like an F bomb or something. It's no, it's it's. Okay. The expectation is. They're, we're they're gonna maybe very, keep the Warrior Wrestling one a little cleaner, just because yeah. it's a family friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no. But I mean, it's Trent and I, so I mean, there's very low expectations going on right True. now. Did we tell you the? Uh, we were thinking of we were thinking of names for uh, for us as a duo. The two okay. Of us. Yeah. What are what the are those we names? We came up with was two jerks and a curtain. <laughs> 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 but there's already a there's already a curtain jerks. Oh, there. of course, of, of course, course right? there is. <laughs> Finding an original name yeah. is extremely difficult because there's seven million. That's what I like to say. There's seven million wrestling podcasts. Where we'll get there, but none like this positive cast. No, positive we try to be cast. different. Everything we do is different. At least I hope so. So I'm gonna. I'm trying to keep the AC a little bit low so one the sound doesn't hit it. Okay. But I think it's just enough just to keep. With all of us talking and mm-hmm. stuff, it doesn't look like we're having an orgy in here or anything like that. that I, I am leaning in close to both of your faces <laughs> right now. I'm extremely sweaty from this metro experience. However, I did pack a T-shirt, and it happens to be an Austin Aries T-shirt. You got yes, <laughs> gotta wear a wrestling T-shirt to a wrestling show because I am. It's extremely hot for us. What is supposed to be a cold spring day. Hey, I got a, I got a, uh, I have an impact question for you. Yeah, what do you got? Um, is there a way to watch Redemption with like, well, so what are the ways to watch Redemption Sunday? Pay per view. Yeah, traditional pay per view. Oh, so that's just calling, <laughs> calling AT and T or yeah. how traditional <laughs> are we talking? Or the, the remote option. Or okay, remote Fight option. TV app's gonna have it. Okay, cool. You like those credits? I hear. I do. Oh, I'm yeah. all, I'm all about free credits. <laughs> hook that up. I'm gonna use I'll, your credit or your code for. Uh, yes. Order. There you go. Uh, yeah, but those codes app. are accessible, and I think it'll okay. be on GWN. Uh, the, yeah, maybe within a few weeks. If if you do I the GWN, it was like a month after or something yeah, like I think that? it's a month. Oh, yeah. okay, month after. Okay, yeah. well, I'm trying to watch it maybe the day. But so. yeah, Fight TV app. You got your codes. I wonder how yeah. long this. 
You guys think they'll ever change the name of it now that it's no longer actually paper? No. It won't show I don't know. Supercards or something. It's so it's so ingrained in my skull to call it a pay per view that I don't well, I don't. What would they change it to? Supercard. Supercard. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is like a supercard. No, but that's <laughs> mm-hmm. that's too close to ROH. Oh yeah, supercard modern. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm actually I'm really happy that I took I went to take over over supercard during Mania weekend. So. The does Ring of Honor? I know that on their their network, do they stream live? They stream live, but the thing Honor is, Club? I have yeah, they have this Honor Club. The thing, the only issue right now, my buddy, he did the prepay for a year where you, it's like you get two months free. You get a ton of discounts. And stuff you get a too. bunch of discounts. Okay. You, you do it like two months free. Um, if you prepay, yeah, you get like all the pay per views okay. included. So he does it, but the problem is every single one has had issues streaming. That's what I've heard. They've had and, since the beginning. That's the problem. And the thing man. is, like, Cody, even Cody made remarks saying, hey, guys, you need to get more servers or whatever. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, because this is going to be huge. I mean, it's the fact that they sold 6,000 seats. Yeah. In, NXT was sold out. NXT was sold out with fifteen or 16,000 seats. And then you still have... How many 70,000 people in New in Nola probably wanted to stream it? Mm-hmm. Um, who streamed one or the other? Yeah. But and then you have everybody around the country, and I'm sure you had, I'm sure you had people in Japan who were interested because, I mean, it, it's essentially it, it's essentially a New Japan feud. Ring of Honor is basically New Japan at this point. It's, right, it's, yeah. it's, you know what? Ring of, yeah, no, Ring, of, no. The Bullet Club Ring of Honor is New Japan. Ring of, no, Ring of Honor should just be called New Japan featuring Ring of Honor <laughs> at this point. Adam Page is an interesting skits. story how he, they tried for years to get him over. Traditional, regular old hangman Adam Page and nobody cared until he went to the Bullet Club. And still nobody cared for a while until these, they really finally got him over. Well, did you see there was an article? Yeah, he was him a lot. He was a teacher while he's been wrestling this entire time and quit being a teacher when he joined Bullet Club because he knew, like, right then and there, he goes, I'm set. Like, yeah. I'm set to yeah. be a wrestler now. He seems like he would be a teacher. He was a teacher. I can see that. that I, I, I feel like I can see that. I feel like he's, I don't know. I feel like he's just a very genuine guy who could have patience with children. That's what I think I love about the Bucks is it, I feel like they noticeably work harder than most people on the on your quote-unquote independent circuit i feel just because they uh, their self-promotion and their own brand building like that's work to me everything and it's smart the way they do it is really smart my best sammy voice everything Everything. (laughs) (laughs) man sammy just going off I love it. It's harder. Me or the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I am out there. Every promotion. No, that's another guy who works his fucking ass I off, too. I am the draw. Yeah. Uh, I am the draw. I am on three different TV shows. Impact, Lucha, MLW. Like Probably something else. I can't tell you right now. That, Pull up old NXT. That was a good point. That was a good point where he said on Jericho's podcast... Name another person who's done New Japan, Lucha Underground, and he said maybe Impact all in the same year, and I don't think there is another person. I want to say Cody's the closest, but he didn't do oh, Lucha. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't do Lucha, yeah. I thought he did. No, he didn't. No. So that's, that's that a testament a, that been to amazing. Sammy. Penta's creeping up on that, too, right now, though. He hasn't done Japan. No, he hasn't. No. Yeah. Penta's everywhere. 
everywhere, man. That's on Phoenix. Phoenix. Dude, there's... Man, I can't say enough good things about those two. I like how Penta brought back the arm snapping. Thank God. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since it attempted or, or, or completed oh, arm snap. pretty good. Unicorn yeah, had a, uh, a nice clip of it. He and, did. And I was like, man, it really, it's hard to, like, find the gap in that. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, solid it's arm. It's a solid arm. It's snap. true. It's well, very convincing. So, 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 uh, are you, are you trying, are you trying to get a picture with photo with Austin Aries tonight? Like Poss- to, possibly I, wearing your t-shirt. I would also love to hold all the six belts that he has right now. Is he, is he letting people do that? I don't know. Is that a thing? That, that I know he's okay. a great marketing them. term. Okay. I know he's, he's got it, right? all shows though. He's been, he's been on every it's part year, of the gimmick. So. Oh yeah. Is there any chance Austin Aries loses his, his title someday or no? You know what? It's a possibility. For, but, for for promotional relations, it could be huge if it happened. Right. I think it could be pretty big if it happened. I think it's okay. Penta, because Penta's, uh, I don't know, is he still, is he still the Lucha, he's still the Lucha Underground champion, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't watch any of season three. I'm trying to remember if it, and to, well, to be honest. I, season three ended, like, <laughs> three years ago. Yeah, man. <laughs> Seemingly. Jesus. Um, I'm trying to remember. There's, there's so much wrestling that we intake now. There is a lot, man. It's a lot. It, it is tough to be. That's why you you really gotta like latch on to a few and like in, engulf yourself in a few because otherwise. Just That's why I, I hate I hate when people are like, "Wait, you don't watch this?" I'm like, "No." Like, not only am I watching, yeah. like I intake most of WWE's product. Mm-hmm. That takes up a big bulk of time. I'm into New Japan's product. So so like I would say about fifty percent there, and okay. then I got all the indie stuff that I work at, all the indie stuff that I want to watch. That, that's in something too. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's a we, lot. We're involved in indies. And then and right. then you gotta remember. You don't want to overeat at this buffet. Line, oh man, you know? dude, when it's after a show, dude, it's it's food coma because I'm spending four or five hours editing. Oh hey, there's Colt. Oh hey 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 Colt, Colt, hey, Colt how you doing? We're what we're uh, driving past a uh, one hour. Create tees. your own t-shirts. Now they print on demand. Like you yeah. walk in, so you can choose a design. They'll print it right now. Any right if they don't have a shirt, they'll print it for you. And, it's and all digital. It's all di- digital print, right? So they don't need screen printing. No, they they still. I believe they still do screen printing. Like if you want an instant shirt, it's digital. I believe so because I went in there and I wanted the new Marty Villain Club shirt, the one with the gold accents. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were out of my size. So I waited like 15 minutes and they brought me out a new shirt. See, that's key, man. The did fact they, that you can print on yeah. demand. Did they charge you? How much extra did they charge they you? They didn't charge me oh, anything wow. extra. That's the best part for about it. For firing up the, the machine for one trip. Yeah, no. Uh, Chris Castro, Matt Nix, they both work there. It's right. Always, and then Vinny. Uh, it's always good service when I go in there, so I can't complain. Cool. I've been seeing some really cool Sue Young Impact GIFs. And uh, small short I, videos. I love Sue, man. She's really cool I'm stuff. I'm so happy for that she's finally on TV. Like that character's so well refined, in my opinion. Talk about a dedication to a character. Right? Seriously, she's all in when she goes. When she like goes out there, it's so convincing. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's got a title shot on Sunday. Maybe yeah. a little early to give it to her, but he could further the story. Now. Allie's still the champion, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, What's Allie's gimmick? Overly happy, super positive, like under underdog fighter, fight from behind kind of. So Bailey, 
I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> okay. She's a white meat baby face. Everybody. That's yeah, Bailey. No, no, yeah. Bailey's, Bailey's gimmick is like, I'm a hugger. I hug everybody. <laughs> well, like, Allie's thing was, she, she, like, didn't believe in herself, and then Gail Kim, upon retirement, was, like, coaching her, like, okay. this is your time. Okay. Go for, you know, follow, follow your dream. Like, you know you, who you are. I'm trying to get... I'm now that Don Callis and Scott Namora are in there, I've legitimately been taking Impact serious. I think a lot of people are. I think that's the it's, idea. This is the longest streak I've gone with, like, caring about Impact and, like, trying to actually figure it out because last year was just so many stop-go, stop-go with... Yeah, the, it was a lot I mean, of stop-and-go. There was... It was, like, every six weeks felt like a new show. That was a problem. And it, it's just... Yeah, and I'm... I'm I don't know. I'm when I met Scott. I met Scott and and Don down in in New Orleans. And man, they're wrestling people. That's dude, the thing. they're it was mm-hmm. a it was a pleasure to to be able to speak with them for a few minutes. They are re, they have they're just really good with people. They're their hearts in the right place. You can tell. Oh, like yeah. they're not they're not dictators backstage. Uh, it seems like people are happy. You know the other part That's of that. Good. Other part of that equation is um, Ed Nordholm was the CEO. He's, he's giving them such free reign to do. Like he, it's almost like he's like, I'll manage the business and the contracts and the money yeah, and the finances. You guys handle everything operationally, right? He, there's actually a really good interview with him on Killing the Town with him, like Don Callis conducting it during WrestleMania weekend, and he just breaks it down, like you know what what his role is and what how he's assigned. These two to essentially run it how they feel, right? Okay. I think I think it, it the proofs in the pudding. I mean, like ratings are going up. They're making a lot of right moves on who they're bringing. I mean, to me personally, I think having Penta and Phoenix on an Impact pay per view is pretty intense to me. That's cool. That's drawing me. I think that's it's, for it, sure I drawing it's me. Crazy. Like yeah. it's, it's. I never. I never would have thought it would happen. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, and that's pretty awesome. But they know they had their their finger on the pulse enough to know. Who is the right people to bring in here? Right. Hector, Hector isn't an AAW fan unless it's in at Logan. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he know. was he was on a... I think he, him and Chris... Like, were... Uh, Chris Chris might be uh, have his, his Chicago show streak intact. But Hector and Chris, for, like, all of 2017, I'm pretty sure they went to every single show in Chicago. Yeah. So Hector Hector had, a, had like, a two-year run of not missing... Not counting LaSalle. I brought cookies if anybody wants for the Sure. Right sure. What kind of cookies you got? There's various ones. I just grabbed the Trump brought cookies because he was late and he, yeah. this is. So yeah, make up for it. I really would love to see Vince Russo manage Matt Riddle. Oh, God, no. And it would be like a bro up. <laughs> I don't want to see Vince Russo. Uh, so only many Vince bros. Russo needs to manage himself <laughs> in his social media. Russo is fine. Russo is fine. We're never. Okay, we're fine. We'll agree that Russo is fine. I love Vince Russo. Fuck all y'all. Vince Russo, Castrated the Marks podcast is incredible. Incredible. There's that oh shit. There's that oh shit. There's that oh shit. You see that? I was paying attention. For the listeners at home, (laughs) let's let's, let's recap here. I like to have a three to maybe sometimes five car space. Was that a three was that a three car space I was maintaining though? Whatever that was, there was it was enough to it was enough to break. That was a three that That was was just enough to break. But it still was enough. We're alive. We are alive. So we are alive. (laughs) 
three. This traffic is about as consistent as Impact's branding over the couple of years. <laughs> past couple of years. You mean GFW or whatever? You mean this brake light? Is this again? <laughs> he it. turned his head for a second. Stop turning your head. We're going to 94 all the I'm way. I'm sorry. I can't, <laughs> st- I can't stop looking at your beautiful mane. Tur- turn the map off. I know exactly where we're going here. I can't stop looking at your beautiful mane. Thank you. I did it tonight to look good in a potential picture with us. There. See the space right here? Oh my god. This is, this is god. how I drive. <laughs> There's, there's nobody here. I, exactly. I'm driving at 90 miles an hour. There's just not as many people We're on the road. Okay, first off, slow down. No. Second of all, second of all, this is exactly how I drive. I like having an eight car speed. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there was rush hour traffic. We I, are out of rush hour. I'm just saying. That's a, when you drive, when you drive a luxury car like myself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, luxury. You, you drive with class also. No, oh, man. You don't just ride with class. Oh, man. You drive with class. This prima donna, late to the train, drives with class. Rem- remember when I was the butthurt for Austin Aries. Remember when I was the butthurt millennial? I'm going to give it a whole speech. When you ride in class, you drive in class. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, put that out there. Maybe one day when you guys become uh, one day when we're old and responsible, like you, mid thirty, one day, (laughs) and you're rolling out with a with a luxury car that's got heated steering wheels, then you'll fucking tell me that I'm wrong. That's funny. Just let you guys know. So, uh, what other matches? What other matches besides the Austin Aries match do you looking forward most to seeing tonight, Basil? Uh, Kylie and, and uh, there's Kylie and Tessa Blanchard, okay, which is a rematch that was well, not a rematch, but a, a redo of a match that was supposed to happen at the last to crown a champion, to crown the champion, yes. Ch- Ch- Chelsea Green's on this card, Chelsea Green's on this card. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing Robbie, not the match itself, but just seeing Robbie because I like uh, him and I get along pretty well. There's also guy. that six, okay, cool. There's also that six Robbie. man scramble that has Pat Monix and Gringo. I'm new to the Pat Monix uh, camp here. He's oh, man. He's, he's, a good, he's a good kid. Debuted for AEW? Yes, Project Monix. He, got, which... he debuted for AEW. He was a good kid. He helped break down the ring. That's how you get over with, with crew like us. That's <laughs> how you get over <laughs> with the crew. You hauling shit, you're all right. Yeah. I tell Danny, book you. That's how it works. Was that a dark match or is that match no, on a DVD? That's, that's on okay, DVD. Cool. That was after the. Wow, so no, not even a dark match and no, he he's a, straight to DVD. I mean, it was, it was, that's uh, good for him. That's he, awesome. He took he took a, 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 an L. He took a really bad L. Yeah, but from Paco. From Paco. So. Yeah. You know what? Debuting in, new, debuting in a new company against the number one contender to the Heritage Champion. Oh, yeah. I don't. you you got to look at all the factors. It's not really taking an L. Because no, it's not. The fact that he's on the show is huge. In, yeah, in the yeah, long run, huge. I mean, Pat has refined his character. I've talked with him much, a lot. Or not much, a lot. What the hell? I've talked with him a lot. We we did. I helped film that video. Yep. That, where that refined threw, his character. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that was the start of him rebuilding his character. We're going to be working on many more projects in the future. Nice. He's, he is one of the few people... That are wrestlers and they're not just acquaintances that I legitimately consider a friend. And there's not many wrestlers that I, I can tell I can say that word with. Okay. The definition is: Have you gone to Cracker Barrel with Pat Monix? <laughs> I have I, not. I, I but you have. We've a gone to few. We should have made a Cracker Barrel stop on this trip. Got, we still can. I'm we we take photos in the. We've in gone the to chairs. Furious Spoon. You have gone to Furious Spoon. We've gone to Furious Spoon. DJZ and Gringo. Burr, 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 burr. Burr, 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 burr. We have did we did an epic 
uh, Cracker Barrel run. Nice. On the way back from St. Louis. Can we all just state that DJZ is a great human being? DJZ is that's what I hear. Guy. I don't really know him, but that's, that's what, what I hear. He's a great guy. I, I would believe it. I, I do believe it. Right, what were we talking about here? I don't even remember <laughs> what we were talking about. I'm trying to fire up another uh, Instagram uh, story. Sir, post. we need you to keep control of me, Trent and myself. We are unhinged. <laughs> we are unhinged. <laughs> we cannot be controlled. This podcast is going everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I, was tell- I, was, I was saying, like, you know how hard it must be for when, like, Jess and Sammy are trying to like go out to eat. She's like, Sammy, what do you want to eat? He goes, Everything! <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it for everything! <laughs> Jess, Jess, stop asking. I want chicken cutlets, rice, and a baked potato. But those have cars. I don't care. Gravy, extra gravy. That the showing at, at Squirt Circle, Circle yeah, like yeah. I was like, yo, that like I was completely into with it. This is the storyline. And that's where I first saw this guy and I go, what the fuck is this kid? Yeah, I was completely <laughs> I'm like, does he live here? <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much lived at Squirt like, Circle. Fuck? Every time I come in here, there's fucking yeah. guys in here. So now I love him. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. But he went from initially start off, who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> that's how much that's how pretty much every every impression of me goes. Well, who the fuck is this Mark? Why is he here? Yeah, right. <laughs> it was by Mark, not kid. But Mark, yeah, kid. For the sake of this conversation, it's the positive cast. It's positive. Yes. Do you, don't you think, uh, do you think that we need another purely dedicated wrestling bar slash restaurant in Chicago? I we miss, need it. We need I it. miss. It's bigger now, sports, man. Yeah, I miss exactly. Sports Circle. Dude, Sports Circle. So, so do I, actually. Yeah, yeah. We had a, we had a, our first, not, it might have been our first Ever fantasy wrestling draft was at the Squared Circle. We Dude, brought a whiteboard and everything. It was a blast. Yeah. The food was great. I love I miss it. Yeah. No, it I, just, I, I like it. It was this, you know, your wrestling safe zone where you can go there and just mark out. I mean, and not so, be judged by the common folk. There's so many people who I still have friendships with. I mean, Trent right here. Yeah. Right here. Is yeah. because, of, because of Squared Circle. Yep. I am. Um,. Bring something back. Like, Do you want to call it something out? I mean, I like the name to the Squared Circle, but just bring something back. I just, you know what? It's just, it was such a good idea. Adam Cole, baby. They just go, oh my, I, I kept it. Oh my God. This is not, I'm just, for the listeners at home, this is, we're, this is not a four to six car. We're back so in rush hour permission. I'm, we're, I'm painting them a picture. Oh my god! I'm painting them a picture as well, letting them know that we're not the only car within close proximity of another car. I feel like my parents are fighting in the front seat while I sit in the back. <laughs> and just watch, and listen to my parents bicker. <laughs> I don't even know. That's how I feel right now. Well, yes, was it Wednesday? We were having our collaboration podcast Wednesday with wrestling talk and randomness. And we were talking about our favorite indie shows ever. And Chris said, 2016 United We Stand. I think it was 2016 United yes, We Stand. Yes, it was 2016. And, but we, he didn't call it United We Stand because he couldn't remember the name. He just said the show where Pentagon took the title off of Sammy. And then literally, like, as we ended on Twitch, was that show playing? That show was playing True. on Twitch. Yeah. It was really weird. What, what was, was, really was the, the reason for picking that? Was that a Brian Because he said, uh, well, the, the slow motion tag match with... 
uh, Gargano, <laughs> Ciampa, yeah. Lee, and Everett, and because he loved, obviously, he's a, he loves luchadors, he loved Pentagon, and it was an unexpected title change where it caught him off guard. It was, And he yeah. was really happy for that he was there so that was his favorite and then we got the infamous promo of uh, Pentagon calling Tommaso a bald piece of shit in Spanish (laughs) oh yes which I probably didn't understand at the time well what's crazy is um, that image like someone took a still of of that Uh so whenever people want to talk crap about Tommaso on Twitter they post that image oh nice yeah they post that image from AEW yeah, I tweeted him. I was like, hey, remember? And I put the Twitch stream, the Twitch stream but he yeah. didn't interact with it. I was like, hey, remember when you teamed with Gargano at AEW? Basil was very proud of his dips. He would, he, would, he would be the first guy to get the tickets and then turn around in the line where everybody else is waiting and go, fuck all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I would never be like that. Oh my gosh. fuck all y'all. I'm sitting in front row, kiss my ass, bitch. And they're like, "What's the? Why is he yeah. being so?" There's like, like and then they would say, "Who is? Who is like, this Mark?" Like they like, always say, 40 more seats in front row. What makes this guy so special?" Yeah. Like I was wanting to be the kid that Bret Hart gave the glasses to, but I didn't get that. But you know what I did get? What'd you I, get? I bought the replica glasses in 1994. Wow. <laughs> and I got them signed almost 25 years later by Bret. Nice. Where he signed them, and he's like, "I was six. Huh? Yeah, I, know, I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> I, I showed him the glasses, and I go, I got those at SummerSlam 94 when you fought Owen. And he goes, oh, yeah? So he signs it. Yeah, it was at the United Center. I was it recently was. watching that match. Uh, Did not he sign it at SummerSlam 94? He signed it at SummerSlam 94, and then looks at me and gives me a wink and goes, as far as I'm concerned, you got him signed in 94. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nice. I, I, if you I, go on Pawn Stars. I was 13 right there. Right. Can we get a disco Inferno sighting in LaSalle, Illinois at AEW? No. He, he'll, I mean, he, Danny won't do it. He won't, <laughs> he won't pay him, but I mean, if he wants, you know what? If, disco, actually, just show if up. disco wants to pay a vendor fee to have a spot at the table for him to pay fans to sign his own autograph, I'm on board I'll, with that. I'll tell you what, the disco has been booked more lately for training seminars because he. He's been, I mean, he, he, like, I mean, people have dogged this guy a lot, but like joking, like, he's, he's pretty, pretty well liked guy amongst his friends and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, his, um, he's been said to have one of the best working punches in wrestling, in like ever. Right. If you pay attention to Disco's punches and kicks, yeah. he's a solid, solid punch and kick guy. Only that could have translated to his career. I mean, he, the guy didn't have a bad career. He made no, he fucking did. money. I liked Disco when I was young. I like Disco. That was a good show. I played the old Bottom Lounge when it was uh, when it was actually Bottom. It was downstairs at one point. Oh, not the not just the back room lounge. <laughs> not the back room lounge. No, it's a good venue though. That's where uh, that's where Mustafa Ali won the freelance title. Was at uh, Bottom Lounge. And where his last show was. That's oh, where was his that la- that show? Yeah, that was a great show. One of the deep, deep two heels in a face podcasts is a recap of that show. I think I did a solo pod. It's like number four. Deep, like, was, deep in the archives. I was on a road trip somewhere. I think I was going to Madison for work or something, and uh, I was listening to some old, yeah, some you old did tell school. Me. <laughs> I was going deep into the two heels because uh, Trent's our number one fan. Yeah, I was going deep, man. I went back into the archives. Yeah, and I, I remember listening to, like the first few episodes. I was like, who the fuck are these other guys? <laughs> there's, no, there's no Chris. No Chris. And I was like, 
who the fuck are these guys? And like they laughed way too much, and they like you know they were too happy. They weren't as like Chris. Chris is calm and cool. Chris is a good compliment yeah. to me. It, perfect. And yeah. like, I'm like the other guys are like way too over the top, and I was like, hey, what, what, what is this? Chris kind of talks like this. <laughs> Chris kind of talks like this, and then uh, he's a matter of fact. He's guy. uh He's, uh, yeah, he's just like, Charlie, you know what? This, these Charlie's are the facts. Charlie, yeah. you're too you're too hyper for me. No, yeah. Charlie's the energy. Stop shaking your fucking game. microphone, Any, please. <laughs> yeah, the, the mic. Four, five, six my ears, ago. My ears are on fire right we now, We had to break kayfabe that podcast. I we had to st- literally stop. I still cannot forget for five, six episodes ago. I was like, what is happening with this microphone right that, now? Was that, that was the Pat I'm Monix sorry. Elliot eye candy one. Well, the, that was actually, uh, that, well, that wasn't us shaking, I don't think. That was actually my, I think Pat and, but yeah, there was shaking in that one, yes. But there was a there was a different one where I was out of control. Like I, I I'm not I can't really sit still in general. Like if you're sitting next to me today, my leg will probably be shaking. <laughs> so I apologize in advance. But uh, oh, you got you guys the, the perfect compliment to each other, which is great. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know what I'm talking Matt about? Matt Fitchett. Yes, yes. We'll we'll yeah. discuss yeah, that. <laughs> Fitchett and Vega. So let me. So let's explain. I'll explain how this went down. Okay. Get there, so everybody had to get licenses at the show. Like, if it was your first show, you had to get your exam right then yeah. and there and get licensed. Like, you had to bring your blood work and whatever. Really? It was that detailed? Oh, you had to bring blood work. You I have questions about that, but continue. So, wow. they they got their <laughs> they got their, their licenses, and in the middle, of the, in their match, they had this ladder match, Vega hits a tombstone pile driver at the same time while Fitchett it's an actual pile driver. Oh, shit. And, and they go back. Does the place erupt when that happens? Uh, the place erupted. Okay. And the athletic commission got rid of their, their licenses. They, they no the way. Right there. Did they, were they booked at all? The that, was, that was the only thing they were booked for. Oh, okay. And then fuck yeah. They, well, they if they wanted to, they couldn't work anywhere else. Oh, okay. But they got it ripped up, and they're like, worth it. They're like they're, they can't work in NOLA for like another year. another year now. Oh <laughs> they're shit! Just, they're suspended from wrestling in Louisiana well, for that, a year. Uh, well, that sucks, but they they keep busy, right? I mean, I went up the arch. I got a great story about going up the arch. This is in '94. McDonald's arch doesn't count. No, no, no. This is great. This okay. Is, I nice. Just, I, I went to SummerSlam '94 <laughs> and I had a Bret Hart T-shirt on. Right. Back to SummerSlam. Oh, 94. back to SummerSlam. <laughs> this, this is great. This is great. Trent's okay. entire life revolved no, around this, SummerSlam '94. This is the first wrestling event I ever went to. Listen, <laughs> I'm wearing a Bret Hart T-shirt, right? And we're at the arch. We're going in up the arch, right? And and the fucking this redneck ass dude running the the little pods that you get into. And she's my teacher. My teacher's like, "Hey, man, you like wrestling?" And, uh, <laughs> you know, he has like the little pubic hair mustache, the mullet, gla- those fucking like Art Anderson, like gr- you know, huge rim glasses. Oh yeah, you like wrestling? And I go, hey, "Yeah, I like wrestling." He goes, "Let me let me ask you a question. You, you like WCW or WWF?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'll never forget the way oh, you that's funny. Me. And I was like, oh, I <laughs> Wow, Milwaukee is gorging us on the price. Gorging. Man. All right, I'm going to stop the recording. Okay. All right. We're here. <laughs> We're here. It's all bro. And then the, all the lights turn off. Are you riding back with us? All right. So that was a fun trip. Um, you know, I, I, it was a lot of audio we contained, but I just gave you the highlights from our car cast. And this is once again, the Sammy Callahan impressions made me cackle very, very loudly. So that was, so that was fun. I felt like, I felt like the child in the back while my parents were bickering <laughs> the entire time. 
So now we're all at the show. Now we're all there, finally. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was your, uh, just real quick, like, first impression of Turner Hall? I had never been there. Yes. Um, so it was, it seemed small for, Trent was telling me that Ring of Honor is packed to the gills mm-hmm. in that, um, you know, couldn't fit anyone else in there. People were hanging from the ceiling, kind of. Uh, <laughs> okay. Kind of, uh, when Ring of Honor runs there, it's that packed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't as packed. So it was, you kind of got to see, this is my first time, but Charm was saying you kind of got to see more of the arena. Uh-huh. There's multiple bars, which is cool in walking distance. Yeah. Um, it was, a, it looks really cool from the outside and there was more than enough space for Zello Pro and all of your audience. You could comfortably, you could comfortably sit and comfortably walk to your seat. So I thought mm-hmm. in terms of the space was great. The stage was a little big and like, I would have liked maybe more of like an entryway because it seemed like the entryway was off stage left. Yeah, yeah. You know? There was maybe a, like a curtain or something that made uh, that entrance uh, a bit look a little bit smaller. Look a little like, bit smaller. It was the whole stage basically. Right, the whole stage was a little wide. Um, um, which it was great for the the backdrop, um, you know, projector screen. Yes. Like, to show off promos, logos, entrances. That was great. But yes. for the wrestler itself. It just looked like a big old stage, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just like there was just like some awkward seconds to kill from like getting to the <laughs> stage to right. to the ramp, uh, but people but people uh, made up for it. Um, so I, t- I I mean the whole, the whole venue as a whole was a really cool wrestling yeah, event. Yeah, I, I really liked the lighting. Like that's what caught my attention. Okay, cool. Like the colors. I don't know if it was like custom to. I, I would so I didn't notice that. But they're that's cool. custom to Cello with the bright greens. Mm-hmm. Even though I did notice that Cello did not bring the bright green ropes, which I missed. Okay, but um. But they made up with the with the lighting. I, I really I really dig the dig the venue and the the feel that it gave you. Yes. Um. With the with the lights and and really tall ceiling, like that was cool. Yes. And 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 credit to Zello once again for being different. Being different, right? And that's what we always, we try to be different <clears throat> on this podcast. We always talk about. Uh, we always intentionally point out when people are like breaking through the clutter, if you will. Yeah. Uh. So. Realizing that Chicago is a very saturated market when it comes to independent wrestling, so let's run in one in Milwaukee, in the heart of Milwaukee, right across from where the <laughs> the Bucks were playing the playoffs. Right game. across from where the Bucks played basketball, so it's 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 almost like no one's kind of stuck their flag in the ground in that mm-hmm. territory, and like they're they're they've made it an intention um, to say that they're going to come back. Yeah, right to Milwaukee. And, so. Yeah, I mean, there, I don't I don't see any anything that would be like. For me to be like, I'm not going back there again. Like, right, exactly. Like it's a, I, it was it was not a bad drive at all, especially if you podcast on the way up there. The drive mm-hmm. felt really, really short. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk about a little bit about just what stuck out to us through each match. Right, we're not gonna okay. we're not gonna spend a lot of time on certain matches, but we might spend a little more time on others. So the first match that happened that took place, it was Robbie E versus Cole Cabana, right? And I've noticed Cole Cabana wrestles in a lot of openers. Maybe this was intentional. Okay. Because he usually can bring a smile to most people's faces. Right? Yeah, it's a good feel. It gives you that good feel of, of you know we're starting off a show and it's it's good. It's fun. Right. It's family friendly. Yes. And funny. And I mean, who doesn't like funny wrestling? I like funny wrestling. There's a there's a spot for it on the card. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, so this was your classic cult stuff. Um, it was it was great. It was a little. Uh, I haven't seen the uh, I haven't seen the spot where it's just r- like twenty wrist lock reversals in a row oh, uh-huh. where they're just doing that back and back mm-hmm. and back and forth uh but then there was some stuff that you know he usually does where he does the the guys running at him and he tells them to stop 
and then he yeah, the guy stops mm-hmm. and then he goes into the wrist lock. Um, but he ended up winning with a Superman pin finish, and yeah. I know that stuck out to you. Yeah, like I've never seen him finish a match with the Superman. Okay, so I was like, oh, okay, it worked. This it was cool. It was a right. surprise. So. It was a surprise. Does he have? Oh. I don't know if he has. He's got signature things that he does, but does he have really a finishing maneuver? He has the boom boom elbow. The he, elbow, the is flying probably. asshole. Yeah, yeah. I'd say um, the flying asshole is more the, of like a signature. I think his right? finisher finisher would be the the Billy Goat Curse. I think that's what it's called. Okay, uh, the. Next match was your was your fatal five way. There was one, two, three, four, five people in this match. So it was Pat Monix, um, Craig Mitchell, who re- there was a little card shuffling that D Ray talked about, right? Yeah. Some little mm-hmm. things that were happening. Craig Mitchell was in that card shuffle because I don't think he was originally in this match, right? But then he was inserted into the match. And best of luck. We just real we as we're recording this, we realized that Craig Mitchell suffering some for some back, back injuries, back injuries. So best of luck to his road to recovery. Um, Eric Cannon was in this match. Gringo Loco was in this match, and Simon Grimm, who we weren't very excited about, right? And he got he got boost from the crowd. He did. Okay, yeah. I don't remember noticing that, but that's good. That's a good thing, right? It's a good thing. Yeah. He has singled out Pat Monix as someone that he wants to destroy. Right. Right. The whole match like was around. When are we gonna get Grimm versus Monix? Right, they were the timing. Like the timing was never right. Where mm-hmm. they weren't in the ring at the same time, or they were intentionally tagging in and out. Right. Um, then Pat Monix was basically just running away from him and dodging his clotheslines, and then doing suicide dives onto the floor, which it looks like. And one of them looked like he hit his head on the guardrail. Which it was, is a it was pretty scary. damn close. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, Simon Grimm, if if it, even if it was like one to two to five percent. He got over a little bit with me more, mm-hmm. and here's the reason why. I thought his entrance was really cool. Okay, it had it an had, entrance mask. He had an entrance mask. Those are in. Yeah, those are. In. Everyone loves entrance <laughs> masks. Like even the Bludgeon Brothers entrance it, masks, yeah. and people love entrance masks. He had his entrance mask. It was intimidating. It was different. Right, talk about being different. I felt like the music kind of worked with it. He almost seemed like a cybernetic robot out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I thought, and I think it's smart of him to single out Pat Monix, who was kind of who was introduced by Kirby as Project Monix. Yeah. And like Pat, we I talked a little bit with Pat um at the show and he's still he's in the the process of kind of refining his character. It has been refined, mm-hmm. but there's still like more layers that we're going to see of Pat Monix's de- uh, his development. So um and I yeah, Simon Grimm and I thought it was like there was a story in this match and the yeah. story was for whatever reason, he won't give me a reason. He won't give us a reason because we <laughs> right. we posted. I saw and, that we reposted one of Pat Monix's Instagram posts, and then all Simon Grimm says on it is "destroy Pat Monix," and we're like, "We're like, tell us why," and he just won't tell us why. Right. So we don't know his intentions. Um, uh, but actually, so I, I you know, and I thought this would have been a Simon Grimm or a Pat Monix victory. Um, and it was your standard kind of like scramble stuff that was going on. Uh, big spots, two people in the ring at a time. That's kind of how these matches are put together. Gringo Loco ended up pinning Craig Mitchell with the Gringo Cutter. Yeah. Um, Craig Mitchell was being a dick as as well, doing his stuff that he's been doing lately. He threw someone's hat in the air. Yeah, yeah. He's not afraid to interact with fans. He's pushing that boundary. Absolutely. He's pushing that boundary. Um, So, yeah, I thought it was, you know, honestly, it was a little bit more enjoyable, maybe with, like, one less person, maybe five-man scrambles. Are right, a thing that yeah. people should try, or like I don't know what you want to call them. Five man scramble doesn't really have the 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 synergy as six man scramble does. 
You can mm. five man shuffle. I don't know. I don't know. Fatal five <laughs> way. No, it's a fatal four way. Uh, just keep doing the five uh, people in the ring. It's fine. Five man <laughs> shuffle. Yes, that's your you the listener. If you have an idea of what you would want to give a if you want to give a nickname to a five way match, please tweet us at two heels on a face, and uh, you know let us know. Let us know what do you want to call five way matches, and do you want to see more five way matches? Okay, great. Um, after that, Kylie Ray was going to come out and say some words. Right, right. Um, Matt was introducing her, right? Matt, yes. Matt Bacali. Bacali. I, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, but his name is Matt. He's a very, very generous guy. Very energetic guy. He's got. Uh, uh, he's the face of Zello Pro, right? Right. He comes out in a killer suit jacket. Yeah, so he's introducing Kylie, and you don't, you don't get the, the, the Pokemon theme music. No, we don't get the Pokemon theme music. And he, he gave the reason. The reason why the show is called Arrival is because Austin Aries is from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And Zello Pro and Austin Aries are arriving. This is their arrival in Milwaukee. Uh, so, yes, Kylie Ray does not come out. GPA comes out with his new heel music. Um, I start booing loudly. Right. Everybody we start, was. We all start booing loudly. You know, Nerd, who's who was... Just nerd and well, Hank. Hank's just, Hank was sober, but Hank's booing loudly. Our friend Nerd is hammered and he's booing loudly. Um, and GPA comes out then, and he's talking this time, right? Mm-hmm. No silent promos. He's talking. He's not in a suit. He's in his ring gear. He's talking this time, and he's pointing out the fact that we're booing him and saying that he doesn't deserve it. He feels like he deserves better from the crowd. Doesn't understand why we're so vindictive towards him. Um, and then out comes Joey Marks. Joey Marks is a wrestler that GPA turned on at the last Zello Pro show. Uh, this was after he turned right. on Kylie Ray. Uh, him and Joey Marks have then a wrestling match. And I went out to get the belt. The belt. The belt. So during this match, I didn't see much of it. I know that GPA ends up winning. He ends up winning with the honor roll, Yeah, which is his finisher. But I went, to, I went out to go get our Fantasy Wrestling League Championship, which is also the white strap intercontinental title belt. We posted a picture of Spencer who is the current title holder. Spencer's from Milwaukee, so this is the perfect drop-off point for, for me to give him the belt, crown him champion. Uh, Spencer's on our Instagram feed, if you want to go check that out, at Two Heels and a Face. Um, so I was going to get the belt. This match ended, and then another match started, right? While I was right, outside. which was the, the tag team match, right? The tag team match. Uh, this is where um, Isai, Isai made his... Uh, his Isai sweatpants. Isai Sweatpants <laughs> made his... Uh, wrestling debut it was his first match yes he was tagged with cj esparza mm-hmm. and he, they wrestled storm grayson and jason hades so storm grayson was originally announced in that five man that five man shuffle as you yeah. called it and now this is kind of the mixing of the cards um so this was you you'll have to tell me about like kind of what was going on during this match but i'll tell you mm-hmm. what my impression of, of yeah. it was because i came in right as it was ending okay Yes. So basically, they, they were telling the, the underdog story. Like, they were really making Sweatpants the underdog here. Okay, uh, good. You know, because he was so close, and they will kick out, or they were beating him up, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, CRG would come into the save. Um, yes. So, um, and the crowd ate it up. Like, everybody was behind this match. Everybody wanted Sweatpants to, to take the victory, um, and he did. Yes, there was a sweatpants chance, right? Right. So, so we were calling them sweatpants because that that was the chant that people were like. I think uh, it was a like front row. Um, this is not the front row mafia, but um, no. there were very vocal front row fans, 
and they started chanting sweatpants because nobody knew who he was really right. i think um i was even it was even hard for me to, to catch the name off of kirby um Eastside it, doesn't really portray that well like with the uh, speakers and just really like there's no emphasis anywhere it's just like yeah. one long you know and when you announce it like kirby he's probably like Eastside. right and you're like, if you've ever been to a chicago to fire it. game there's a chant uh where um the they call it section eight uh they, the where the the big crowd is at and they do a chant where it's like they'll chant who's the best and then they'll go like east side east side and then so it's they're the asking e- the east side of the stadium the east side of the stadium yeah. who's the best okay and then they'll reply fire and then they'll go west side west side and then it's like everybody everybody who's the best and then everybody shouts fire okay so when he said when, when they told me his name was east side that's the first thing i thought of like, <laughs> okay. east side no east side east side okay so yeah, the crowd ate it up. It was a great debut match for him. Yes. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm super happy that he's gonna be part of uh, the next Solo uh, Pro um, card, mm-hmm. and I'm just looking to see uh, more of him. Yeah. When so my impression of this match because mm-hmm. I came, I literally opened the doors as the roll up was happening. Uh huh. The victory roll up was happening, and the this was the loudest pop I think the, I heard the entire night, or one of mm. the loudest pops because I well I didn't hear I don't remember hearing a pop as loud after maybe when austin aries won okay but before that i know this was the loudest pop that because this pop was like i i came into the doors with the belt mm-hmm. and it like blew, almost blew me back <laughs> like uh-huh. this, this pop because i came in right as it was happening and i was just like and then i had to catch up like what happened mm-hmm. like what is going on i didn't see this entire tag match so i, I kind of I, I heard the pop but i kind of missed the whole match yeah, I don't know if Solo uh, Pro is going to release this on YouTube or. Um, the, yeah, it'd be a good free match because the crowd's involved. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a, it's a good match in general. Like, yeah, obviously yes. the crowd gave you that big match feeling where the whole crowd is invested. But overall, it was it was a great match and and something I would I would like for everyone to see. Great. Um, after this was women's wrestling. This was a fatal four way. Yes. For number one contendership. It was Chelsea Green. Delilah Doom. Um, Miranda. She's not using the last name Salinas. She's using Elise, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, Miranda Salinas. I'm just going to call her Miranda. Mm-hmm. I'll just call her Miranda. Miranda. And Britt Baker. One thing that stuck out to me was, I don't know how much. So it seems like Chelsea Green is kind of doing the deciding like what she wants to do or what character she wants to portray. Is it going to be just Chelsea Green, or is it going to be like the, she calls oh. it the hot mess? Because yeah. mm-hmm. it really it's Laurel Van Ness. Yes, but, but, but yeah. she doesn't always do. She doesn't do the mixture for like Shimmer. She's yeah. just Chelsea mm-hmm. Green. Um, this was a mixture. She was wearing like Chelsea Green gear. I guess she always wears Chelsea Green gear. Mm-hmm. But she had like the scarf, the makeup all over her face, the sunglasses. She had like the hot mess look. Yeah, um, and she it's almost like a ditzy hot mess. Mm-hmm. She like plays a really ditzy role of like doesn't really know what's going on, you know, stands on the apron and like all of a sudden gets knocked off and it's like, oh, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. I'm just very, I don't know, I don't know if I, I don't like she turned up the ditziness. I feel unless Laurel Van Ness, the character was always that ditzy, and I only watched a little bit of Laurel Van Ness uh, promos on Impact, so like I haven't watched a ton of Laurel Van Ness. Um, Delilah Doom, uh, who was you know honorable mention here, yes, of the buffet bracket. Yes, she was the runner-up. She was the runner-up against mm-hmm. Ethan Page. Uh, she was my pick to click. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. 
But she's you know, someone we would love to have on the podcast if she's absolutely. open to it. Just because her energy is infectious. She also Green ended up winning. Yes. So so and you and can she's her, a number one contender now. She's the number one contender. Her line was very long in intermission, so you can tell like being on TV mm-hmm. what that what that effect that kind of has on the crowd. Because uh, I felt like her line was just noticeably longer than anyone else's. Not to put anyone else down, but uh, she she has that effect on people yeah. because she's been out there more and has had more awareness due to impact. Um, we went to intermission. I was talking with Spencer and his friends. Uh, Spencer and his friends, I want to read off a statement really quick for intermission. Reading off a statement from the champ. From the champ. It was very, it'll be very quick, I promise. At first, I said, looking for a statement from the new champ and how you felt about the Zello show. Mm-hmm. So anyone interested in hearing just, I guess, a mini sample of what the Milwaukee locals... Okay. I, be, I think Spencer's maybe an hour from Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, somewhere around there. This is your potential... This is Zello Pro's potential future audience, right, for all yeah. these shows. Um, I said, got anything for me? And then he sent me a gif of Tatsuya Naito throwing a belt up in the air. <laughs> and then I said... No, but seriously, like, do you have anything for me? He said, uh, my thoughts on Zello, it was a lot of fun, and he really, really likes how they showcased women's wrestling perfectly with both matches. I so, mean, I mean, if that was his first Zello Pro and he got that main event, like, definitely that's a huge takeaway. Yes, the main event was the match of the night, and we'll get Absolutely, to that. Yeah. Um, so so that would be, that would be, and he had three other people with him, so this is not the entire Zello Pro crowd, right? Because there was mm-hmm. a lot of people from Chicago that made the trip. Uh, Brubaker beat DJZ. Which yeah. I thought was a little shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rode back on the way. DJZ was in my car on the way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When I rode back with Trent and Basil, and they were saying that you heard in the car cast earlier that he's just a great human being, and I can concur that. Mm-hmm. And now we got Taco Bell on the way back. Oh, look yeah. at that! We were craving it. I'm sure that cart smelled great. It's, it did. It did smell <laughs> great. Uh, you know, I might. I'm gonna get some Taco Bell maybe Saturday. We're gonna get some Taco Bell oh, when we right. meet uh, all ego Ethan Page. Yeah. Yeah, for winning the buffet bracket, he's going to get some T-Bell, so don't hate. That match happened, and then afterwards was Austin Aries. This man has six fucking belts. Six motherfucking belts, dude. Like, like it's it's cool to see. Like, I think that was one of the big questions, right? Is he going to, like, he travels with all these belts. Is he really going to come out with all six belts? He had him To solo pro. And he sure did. Like, he was there. Like, he was letting people take pictures with the belts before the show. Yep. Uh, I think Trent got a picture. He wanted to meet Austin Aries. He's a big Impact fan. Yes. Um... And and we'll we'll get to the end of the show where we all end up collectively taking a group picture of all the people that drove out there mm-hmm. with Austin Aries in the ring. Uh, like, dude was super nice. Yes, and, and definitely like he gives you that big match feeling. Absolutely. Um, and just even with him walking out with all those belts, it was so funny because I don't know if you got to see, but I, well, I think uh, Martin has posted this picture. So Kirby, they give Kirby all the belts. Uh, you know, to take to the back after you know there, after he makes I, his entrance. He he somehow Austin Aries <laughs> somehow figures out how to carry all of them. But then there were some times where you're just like kind of carrying yeah, them in a Kirby bundle. Kirby had no how to carry so many belts. <laughs> they were just plopped on top of him. So Marty from Wrestling with Unicorns helps him with the belt. Uh, you know, he ends up taking the impact belt. Of course. Of course. Snagging a picture and with that. He's nice a quick picture. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um but yeah, so it's there was like uh the defy wrestling belt. I think there was one called Defiant. There's mm-hmm. Defy, Defiant. There's a World Series wrestling, which is in Australia. Two impact belts, and he had an IWC or an ICW yeah. belt. So, mm-hmm. like, those were the six. He he carries one in each hand. He has two around his waist, 
and then the other two are draped over his neck and they're connected yeah. mm-hmm. in the back of his neck. So he somehow makes it work. But that has to be, and then he he pulls it off, man, because that could be a considered like a very tacky gimmick. Because remember that when there was a thing, there was a thing going on where like Zack Saber Jr. had four belts, yeah, and then like he was Zacky four belts, or mm-hmm. like it was kind of overplayed. The many nah, belts gimmick. It work. Austin mm-hmm. Aries took it to another level and made it work. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it's really cool the way that he, it's almost like he's such a short guy too. I don't know. It looks it looks it looks funny, but also cool at the same time. Absolutely. When he comes out with the belts. Your newly crowned Impact Champion, Austin Aries. Yes. <laughs> right? Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, let's uh, I'll, I'll, let's talk about Impact before yeah. we sign off. Your, this was your largest summation of talent in this match. Isaiah Velasquez and Bryce Benjamin in a triple mm-hmm. threat. Um, Charm was saying that he noticed that these two, because Austin Aries had a big match upcoming at Impact Redemption, yeah. Bryce and... Isaiah did a very good job of like Austin Aries didn't have to pull out all the big stops and all the crazy dives yeah. and like they did a good a good job of having an interesting match with him but like mm-hmm. taking care of him in a sense absolutely Austin Aries got all this they got all their signature stuff in uh, it was a very great up paced up tempo three way and that led us back into the and not to forget like, yes the title was on the line the title oh yeah the Impact title right but it would have been cool uh, yeah it would have been cool if Isaiah's won. <laughs> The right. Impact title, because, yes, Austin Aries put it on the line, and then he went to Impact Wrestling. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah's can wrestle at Impact. I'm Bryce sure. can wrestle at Impact. Right. They're talented enough. I think so, at least. I don't know. I'm not a scout, but that led into the main event. Yes. the every, every, Everyone was waiting for this main event. Yes. It had uh, so much story behind it, and the story... And they made it also feel like a big match. Yes. It felt like a really, really big match. Um are you talking even, when he, even pancakes were made? Pancakes? <laughs> Did you see the pancake uh, drawing? Oh yes, the of, video. Uh, Tessa, yeah, yes. Tessa and uh, and Kylie. Yes. Um, yeah. What yeah. were those pancakes? I don't know. They should have just like came out with a silver platter. GPA should have came out eating pancakes. GPA should have came out eating those pancakes, <laughs> eating Kylie Ray's pancake. That would have been very funny. Um, all right, so the story the mm-hmm. story leading up to it made it feel important, but also their emotion during this match made it feel very important. Uh, Tessa Blanchard screamed probably three times in this match, "Fuck you, Kylie!" Like, and it was yeah. like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> it was like extended, long screaming. So this re- like when she did it for the first time, it reminded me of the uh, Mariposa match at Lucha Underground. Okay. And I think uh, at, at that point, uh, Sexy Stars was in good terms with the world. Yes. And they put on a great match. And and Mariposa had her on a, a, I don't know, some kind of submission. And she screams like, fuck you, Mariposa. That and, was the no mas match, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and when she's, when I heard Tessa screaming the fuck you, it reminded me of that match. Okay, cool. Um, and we like that match, er, the yeah. Sexy Star mm-hmm. Mariposa Lucha Underground match. It's one of the best Lucha Underground matches that I've seen. Yeah, same. I agree. Um, so this match had all that emotion. And, like, you know, you, it, you can tell it's credit to Zello for building up a really good story yeah. because it really made the main event just feel so much more important. And then also the, the the wrestlers in the match. Yeah, everybody was watching this match. Yes, they were very spot on. Uh, Kylie Ray selling what I thought she brought it to another level, just because mm-hmm. I've seen we've seen a lot of her matches. I thought her selling was fantastic. And I know this match affected me because at the end result, Tessa Blanchard is crowned your new Zello Pro Women's Champion, and I was pissed off for like I was like it was like a good two minutes where I was like fuck, fuck. Uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. 
fucking hell. Like, so that's how I, I was emotionally invested in it because my reaction, mm-hmm. it was a fantastic match. I would watch it again. Uh, but my reaction at the end of it was, God damn it. Cause yeah. I wanted Kylie Ray to win. Uh, they got, you know, a standing ovation and, you know, at, at the end, like you see this often where, you know, you know, they pay their respects or whatever, but it just felt different, right? Like they knew they put on a great show. They, yes. they put on a great match. Yeah. Some people were saying, oh. which I thought was very good criticism that they shouldn't have paid the respects at the end and they should have not broke kayfabe there. Yeah. Um, I, I could see a point behind I that. I could see a point behind that as well. But yes, respects were paid. There's a ton of emotion. Like it was just the whole room, the crowd, it was, they were filled with emotion. It's a very, very emotional match, an emotional yeah, and, night. And, you know, uh, it, was, it was just great. I think it was definitely worth the trip. It was worth, you know, the, the ticket admission. Like, people got their money's worth just off of that match alone. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, great women's wrestling to come in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right, when Zella Absolutely, Pro Absolutely, when Zella Pro gets there. Um, but the next uh, Zella Pro show is May 20th. Yes. And it's uh, Joe's on Weed Street, right? Cinco de Zello, Joe's on Weed Street. Um, after the match with Kylie and Tessa Blanchard, they announced that Austin Aries is going to take a picture with either you or your group, twenty dollars. Right. <laughs> and Chris, did you pay for the photo? Yeah, I paid for the photo like right away. Because uh, <laughs> this, this is my favorite it was, part. It was of the Jonathan's night. idea, right? He's like, okay. He's like, bro, they, let, let's go all take a picture. I'm like, right, let's all take a picture. They said, your group. They said, your group. So I'm like, all right, all four cars, all three cars that drove up there. Let's <laughs> we had together. all the three cars. We had Spencer and with had, the belt. Yeah, like, I, I hadn't even <laughs> met Spencer. I just, you pointed him out, and then uh, I went look for him, and I was like, hey, you're Spencer, right? Like, I'm Chris, whatever. Let's go take a picture. He's like, you sure? Yeah, let's all go take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was cracking my ass up. You're just like, everyone get in line. It was so spontaneous. Yeah. It and was then, so spur of the moment. Carlos like, Hmm, I see your positioning in this picture. Very strategic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was because you were in the two heels on a face sweatshirt, right? Yeah. And you were kneeling down right in the front. Yeah, so it was all three cars. Spencer, uh, Val Capone, who I met in person for the first time, was there. Spencer had the belt. Uh-huh. So there's seven belts in that photo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Not a lot of people could say that. That there's seven a picture with seven belts in Austin Aries. That's true. Yeah. We, might, we might be the first ever. Maybe. And only. Um, and that now our belt is getting some more some more press now. The fan, yeah. the two is in the face fantasy wrestling league championship belt. Um so let's talk you want to talk about impact then? But uh, that was my highlight of the night and then I got Taco Bell and then we all came home <laughs> from Zella. <laughs> and that's a wrap you guys. And that's a wrap. All right, see uh, ya. Bye. No. Um uh, no, just real quick. Like I did yeah. want to point out that uh you know the next night uh well on over the weekend on Sunday uh I was not able to catch Impact Live uh, through mm-hmm. pay-per-view or whatnot, Impact Fight TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were going back and forth on how we were going to watch this show. We fit, finally figured it out, and it was a really good show from top to bottom. I really enjoyed, uh, I think the opener was um, Drago versus... Aerostar. Aerostar, yep. The Aerostar mask, now it like, I don't know if always stood lit up, but it was lit up throughout the whole match. Yeah. And I guess I hadn't seen them in a while either. Like, they, they put on a great starter, yeah, the, I enjoy the, the the whole card through and through, and unfortunately, I was stupid enough to go to open up Instagram and see that uh, Penna had already won the the title. So yeah, that's spoiled. spoiled. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, regardless, like it was a good match, it was a good feel, and I think uh, this was the like just also that at the end, like all the like luchadors took a picture after the show. 
with with Pena wearing the title. Yeah, that like, was a cool. It photo. It was a cool photo. Yeah, because and so funny enough, like the the WWE luchadors also did the same thing during WrestleMania weekend. Oh, did they? Yeah, nice. Um, that lucha, so, the lucha brotherhood. That bonds. yeah, absolutely. Like seeing you know all these guys that you would see, all these guys, all these guys that you would see, mm-hmm. you know, at indie shows or whatnot. Like yeah. now they're you know. Like taking group pictures, you know, kind of like two heels in a face does with Austin Aries. Yes, and the, group, the group picture. <laughs> um, uh, the the spot in the Aerostar Drago match where Aerostar jumped, like springboarded off the top and kind of oh, like sat. He calls it, uh, the, I don't know who the commentator was, but he called it the Bombita. I didn't know that was the name oh, of the... Oh, the Bombita, yeah. yeah. Someone on Twitter called it the Tope Cone Broken Tailbone. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's Aerostar. Aerostar, in terms know. of height of jumps, yeah, like, he, he beats everyone. Th- that, does the springboard, when he does that move, like he goes off camera, right? For he a was bit. off camera. He on was the above replay, the camera. On the replay, yes. they caught it good. But at, at the live shot, he goes above camera. Like, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> and he just comes soaring down like a rocket. <laughs> yeah. Right in the Drago's lap. That was um, pretty cool. Fantastic. I, I thought other than that, I thought they're... Because I expected high chemistry with them, and I thought their timing was off on a lot of things. Dude, apparently, but if you notice, throughout the whole show, like everybody was having issue, or I don't know if it was just with the, the top rope with the top rope in that corner. Yes, like everybody was slipping. Phoenix and, was, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this made this whole show made me like Impact more. Uh, the they did their job right. They they yes. definitely got the buzz going. They they made people curious. Yeah, um, the price point of forty dollars was a little high. So well, I mean, I'm, we're used to not paying that much anymore to watch wrestling. Okay, it's because every yeah, everyone's everybody everyone else is network. bringing the price down. Yeah, everybody has <laughs> a network. You. Everybody uh, has a way of, of getting that. You know, you getting to watch that. You know, for ten dollars a month or whatever. Right. So yeah, whenever you hear forty bucks a month, like for one show, it's like oh shit, like what yes. are we nineteen ninety eight? Like, yes, you know? yes, yes. Um, I, I was I think I, it was cool, but also unfortunate that I think that match, the six way match, was basically just to put Cage over. Mm-hmm. Although, like, I think he did a really good job in it. Yeah, I and think I thought was, everyone did a really good job. I think I texted you match. after I finished that one. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. uh, the OVE and uh, the OVE match versus Dreamer Moose and uh, Eddie Edwards, I thought was awesome. That match was a, was a, a car really crash great, from start to finish. Really good storytelling. Yes, uh, 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 Sue Young is even more over with me now, and I thought Allie did a really good job of getting people on her side. Yeah, see, I don't know much about the Allie character, but yeah. Allie, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Allie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Sue Young, like, huge fan of hers already. So when she's just standing in the ring and like her head is twitching back and forth, mm-hmm. yeah. and like you can't like get her attention, it's so oh, man. It's like I mean, I'm it's mesmerizing. Yeah, is the key is the word I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, and then the main event, I thought the I thought the main event was so cool the way that they did the arm snap into the Pentagon driver because mm-hmm. that the Penta driver although. And that and it was it was convincing enough for me to believe it was a finish because he does the package pile driver as his finish. Yeah, but they did it so well where it was a convincing finish, and because his Austin Aries arm was just snapped, and then the arm is a big part of that Penta driver move. Mm-hmm. So like, there's tension on the arm. So you have a snapped arm. He he goes into that move where he does the, P- the Pentagon does the driver on Austin Aries, and then he's like he has his arm hooked for the pin. I thought mm-hmm. it was like very convincing. That, that move that he does on Phoenix. 
which apparently that's the one he used to finish off the match uh, WrestleMania weekend. Yes, that move. That's uh, the, that's what they call him the Pentagon driver, or the Penta driver. Is, that's, is what that, is that, that's what they're that's what Don Callis and Josh Matthews oh, okay. are calling it. All right, because I think yes. he does the the package pile driver. Yes, right? and he that's has a, a package one. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's usually his finish. Right, that's usually his finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I guess that uh, that Penta driver, or whatever it's called, like I really like how he does it, or how Phoenix takes it too. Yes, yeah. Well, Phoenix mm-hmm. and Austin Aries took it really mm-hmm. well, so I guess you got to find someone that can take it right uh that can like jump up and give you that height you need to swing because you got because you got to swing your leg over it or whatever yeah right Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was that was it was it was fun it's gonna make me want to watch want to give impact another chance which people should start to do definitely give give impact a chance Mm -hmm. uh you know and you know i know we don't like to be negative here but uh everybody knows at this point that next night uh, Austin Aries wins the title back from Pena, which, yes, um, which I is think the, an accurate uh, tweet that I saw is like, well, Impact took three steps forward, two steps backwards. You right? think that's an inaccurate tweet? I think it's an accurate tweet. Like, oh, yeah, it's it was, an it accurate was, tweet. Was, like, okay. You know, because it was good because they got the buzz, they got all the the hype, and Pena won, so they got all this, you know, um, social media spikes, I'm sure. Yes. Um, but then the next night, it, by them doing that right away, the night after. Okay. Uh, it definitely is like, oh man, that sucks. Like, but, but I like how it was three steps forward and two, yeah, two steps backward. That means they still want to step forward. They're, they're still, yeah, step yes. forward. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, so, so that's why I'm like, I'm, I'm willing to give them a, sh- a chance and, and check it out. Definitely, like, yeah, I wouldn't mind putting WWE in the shelf for a while and, and pick up some impact. Right. I mean, it's it's impossible, I think, to to watch everything. Right. It is. Uh, but that that was a fair tweet, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes, like WWE can be very oversaturated. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for something a little different. Especially this uh, upcoming Friday where we're going to be at Freelance Underground and uh, Freelance Wrestling on Saturday. Yes. And, and, uh, cause Wait, that's tomorrow, right? At, yeah. Yes. I, I didn't want to timestamp it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording on Thursday. Spoiler. <laughs> yep. Uh, and Alan was just asking me, like, hey, bro, do you want to get together to watch The Greatest Royal Rumble? And that's At this, 11? It's Friday. Yeah. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. we're going to be at Freelance Underground. You want to come? Yeah, so that's I'm trying to get I'm trying to recruit people to the freelance underground because of the drink deal. Yeah, I think like that's a good thing for casual non wrestling fans or casual fans to latch on to. Right, but uh, you know so you're gonna enjoy deal. some good beer and there's gonna be good wrestling. So check absolutely, it out. yeah. So it's it's a what we have the the GRR the Grace Royal Rumble freelance underground freelance wrestling Saturday and there's Golly on Sunday. There's Golly on Sunday, which is in my backyard, which is like a possibility for me. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> it never enjoy, stops enjoy wrestling bro <laughs> never i don't know i don't want to overeat at the buffet you know i don't want to overeat but there is a buffet of wrestling this right weekend. there is definitely a big buffet choose what you like enjoy it um i will be at friday and saturday shows uh freelance on the ground i'm snagging freelance. a beat up gpa shirt uh, that's for sure i that's, think uh that's for damn uh, sure geeky was saying he's like i might just pick up two one for each day so <laughs> I'm just I, I don't know I'm I'm just gonna wear both days I don't care yes um, unless you know there's beer everywhere I'm just but. gonna bring I'm just gonna wear an undershirt so I'm not sweating <laughs> in in my beat I mean, up then again I could throw it in the washer shirt. if I really needed yeah to, I, so. guess, I guess I uh, guess but I like as I'm sitting here right now I'm just like <laughs> pity you're, you're you're feeling it and it, it's yeah. pretty chilly in here like yeah I know I don't know when I get excited about talk about wrestling I'm just like I just get sweaty. I get thirsty. Should I could go for a Modelo right now? Yeah, that's true. You want to go and get one? Um, we could do it. Let's um, go home. All right, let's <laughs> go home. <laughs> all right, uh, you can check us out at twoheelsandface.com. Uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, twoheelsandface. That's number two, heels and a face. 
Um, if you have questions or if you want to submit some content to the website, you could email us at info at twoheelsinterface.com. Yes, we're open to stuff. Yep. You can find Charlie at <laughs> Chuck underscore Colorado. You can find me, Chris, mm-hmm. at Compadre Chris. That is it. Yeah, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, hashtag beat up GPA, buy a shirt from Kylie Ray, hashtag push Paco, hashtag push sweatpants. Push sweatpants. I'll be the last one standing, two hands in the air, I'm a champion, you'll be looking up at me when it's over, I live for the battle, I'm a soldier, yeah, I'm a fighter like Rocky, put your flag on your back like Ali, yeah, I'm the greatest, I'm stronger, bet my dues can't lose, I'm a Bets on me. 